0: Welcome to the show. It's Pete Callender. Thanks for listening. I am Pete. Yeah, you can hear the latest episodes at thepetecallendershow.com and, of course, any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also join the Facebook group, The Pete Callender Show, where we solve all of the world's problems, and we try to have fun doing it. And uh, the show is made possible by patrons such as Yuri and Sherry and Pam and Nick and Eugene, and Eric, and Eric, and Eric. I think I got them all. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Also, uh, the show is made possible by local businesses uh, such as Rowena Patton and her all-star powerhouse team. Um, when I got here in 2012, the very first advertiser that uh, took a chance on me and my show to sign up you know, for an endorsement when I had zero... It was Rowena Patton, and she's been a supporter of me and the show for eight years. She's part of this community, and she just so happens to be an awesome real estate agent. She outsells 99% of the realtors in the entire state. She's the only agent that I would use to buy or sell a house. Christy and I were actually getting ready to do just that before I got laid off in January. Um, I have had good realtors, and I've had some experience with not-so-good ones. Rowena is a good one, a great one, actually. So great. She wrote a book. It's a bestseller. Um, put her and her team to work for you, buying or selling, give her a call at three 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 forty four eighty three. 4483. That's eight two eight three 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 forty four eighty three. You can also go to her website, mountainhomehunt.com. She is the official Homes for Heroes real estate agent in Asheville. Homes for Heroes, it's a national program that gives buyers and sellers twenty five percent back from the realtor commissions. Um and uh, it's usually on average about $2,500, uh, to, uh, uh, police officers, firefighters, healthcare professionals, educators, members of the military, uh, veterans, active duty and retired. So if you're in any of those professions, if any of those things are you, why would you use any other real estate agent besides Rowena and her all-star powerhouse team? All right. dot mountainhomehunt.com. And, uh. Get your house sold or find your dream home. Rowena Patton and the All-Star Powerhouse team. All right, so uh, we've got latest uh, the latest developments on the uh, COVID-19 virus. Uh, the CDC announced that large events and mass gatherings can contribute to the spread of COVID-19 in the U.S. Uh, via travelers who attend these events and then introduce the virus into new communities, which makes sense, right? If you're going to have a rock concert someplace and people want to see that band and they all come from, uh, you know, neighboring states or even, you know, really halfway around the country. And they'll they'll come to the venue, they help spread the disease, and then they take it back with or they take it back with them to, uh, to their home states. And so the CDC is recommending that for the next eight weeks, organizers, whether that is a group or individuals, whoever it may be, For eight weeks, organizers should cancel or postpone in-person events that consist of 50 people or more throughout the U.S. And this recommendation from the CDC does not apply to -to day-to-day operations of organizations such as schools, institutes of higher learning, or business. I'm not really sure why um this has been one of the frustrations i've heard expressed from a number of people uh, throughout all of this is that they're trying to figure out why certain things get shut down and certain things don't like for example when the governor of north carolina first came out and said you know uh, we want to you know cancel all of the after-school activities yet the schools were not all canceled like the actual instructional day was still going to go on but the after-school activities Got canceled. Um, is that just to limit the spread? You know, if you are you got a team traveling or something, I'm not really sure. Um, don't people travel to colleges? Back and forth, you know, suitcase colleges particularly? This recommendation from the CDC is made in an attempt to reduce introduction of the virus into new communities and to slow the spread of infection in communities that are already affected by it. The recommendation is not intended to supersede the advice of local public health officials. Okay, so then where does that lead us, uh, well, to the local and state officials? And the uh, governor, Roy Cooper, and the uh, Department of Health and Human Services and emergency response and uh, all the state agencies involved, the, the uh, superintendent for public instruction, for example, they did another update over the weekend, um, and it was announced then that uh, – Schools would now be closed starting Monday the 16th and um, also gatherings of more than 100 people. No more. By executive order, the governor says no more gatherings of 100 people or more and close all the K-12 public schools across the state uh, as new cases of coronavirus continue to pop up. I think the last count I saw was somewhere around uh, three dozen or so cases. Uh, The closures of the schools uh, should last for about two weeks.
1: As you know, we're all changing our ways of life to contain and to limit this disease that has come from this pandemic. Now we need to ask you to change even more. Today, I'm issuing an executive order to stop mass gatherings of more than 100 people across our state. As you know, we issued this as guidance on Thursday. However, despite this guidance, several venues continued their events. So today's order makes it mandatory. This is a risk we cannot tolerate. No concert is worth the spread of this pandemic the people of our state are taking this seriously and we need concert promoters and event organizers to do the same the executive order has another key component it directs all k through 12 public schools across our state to close for students on monday march the 16th for at least two weeks Several school districts have already made this decision, and others are considering closures. Many parents are choosing to keep their children home from school. We need a statewide response and statewide action. I'm here with State Board of Education Chairman Eric Davis, State Superintendent of Public Instruction Mark Johnson, and our secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services, Dr. Mandy Cohen, and we all agree on this order. Closing schools now will give us time for further understanding of COVID-19 and its effects on the people of our state. I do not make this decision lightly. We know that it will be, be difficult on many parents and students These measures will hurt people whose incomes are affected by the prohibition of mass gatherings, particularly the people who are paid by the hour.
0: All right, so the announcement uh, actually came just an hour after Wake County Public Schools said that it was going to close schools through like the end of the month. And Wake County made that announcement after they found out that a teacher at one of their elementary schools tested positive for COVID-19. Now, uh, why did they make this announcement? Why did the governor change course? Why closed the schools across the state one hour after Wake County announced it, after they found out that a teacher had uh, tested positive? Uh, Was it because of the teachers testing positive? Was that the reason why? Cooper says
1: no. He says no. The reason? Anxiety. What changed on the schools in the last 24 hours or so? uh Number one, we have not had community spread as of yet. And that's a good thing. All of the positives so far have been with some direct contact. Secondly, we are seeing increased anxiety, fear from parents, from teachers, from superintendents across our state. We're seeing a patchwork of schools beginning to, uh, to let out their schools. Uh, we had parents, some parents keeping their kids from school. We need a period of time here to assess the threat of COVID-19 and to make sure we have a coordinated statewide response to deal with the the fallout that comes when you don't have children in school and we are very aware of those things and so when you think about the public health of children if you have one school system that is out and another one that's not and then another one that lengthens spring break then you you, it's hard to have a coordinated response to dealing with the fallout from not having school and I think you know we've CONSULTED PEOPLE IN OTHER STATES WE SEE THAT THIS PERIOD OF TIME TO FIGURE OUT WHERE WE ARE IS is IMPORTANT AS I SAID EARLIER I MEAN HINDSIGHT IS 2020 AND I THINK WE DON'T WANT TO BE LOOKING IN THE REARVIEW MIRROR AND REGRETTING NOT DOING THIS AND I THINK IT'S IMPORTANT FOR THE SAFETY HEALTH AND WELFARE OF OUR STATE TO DO IT I THINK Yesterday, and there's really, I'm not sure there's a right or wrong decision here because there's so much we don't know. And I think if we're going to err, we need to err on the side of caution, take this two week period of time, see where we are with the pandemic in our state and across the world, see what additional data comes to the forefront Put our plan in place where we're going to help people who have child care needs and help people who uh, are have trouble with kids getting nutrition, and we're we're going to we're going to concentrate on that. The CDC guidance had not, cha- has no, not changed. CDC, so. No, the CDC no CDC guidance has not changed. Okay, so no, this c- has
0: not. All right, so he doesn't answer the question. The original question from the reporter was, "What changed from 24 hours ago?" And he gives this two and a half minute long answer that doesn't actually answer the question as to what changed. All he just says is anxiety. Is that, that that was it? More anxiety, and so that prompted the closure of all the schools. Because then the reporter follows up with this question from the C, you know, did the CDC guidance change? And no, the governor says it didn't. So what changed? We don't know. But something did. But it's not that teacher. Testing positive in Wake County and Wake County canceling the schools. That didn't do it. (laughs) It was anxiety to some extent or something. Not really sure. All right. So the superintendent for public instruction was there, Mark Johnson. Uh, He had a couple of comments as well.
2: I want to thank Governor Cooper and his team for our bipartisan efforts over the course of this last week in support of our schools during this very difficult time for our students for our educators, for parents, and for all of the families of North Carolina. This is the decision that no one wanted to see happen, but it is the right decision. And I thank Governor Cooper for working with us to make this happen. Last week, we began preparing in case we found ourselves in this situation. And we will continue that work with local school districts to make sure that in these trying times ahead, we best meet the needs of our students and of our entire state. Thank you, Governor Cooper.
0: All right, meanwhile, the uh, Secretary for the Department of Health and Human Services, Dr. Mandy Cohen, says that uh, while we have not seen, quote, community spread of the disease yet, or of the virus yet, um, she does expect the numbers to increase. Everybody's expecting these numbers to start ramping up soon. Um, Which, by the way, are you prepared, Are you prepared for any of this? Are you prepared for, you know, any other like uh, natural disaster or something like, you know, snowstorms, although it seems like we're probably past all of that by now, but um, power outages, you know, not able to get supplies for, you know, two weeks or so. Do you need some advice on this front? If you are looking for those things, if you're looking for advice, you're going to be prepared. Maybe you're looking for military surplus. It's all at the same place, Old Grouch's Military Surplus. For more than three decades, the answer to all of this has been Old Grouch's Military Surplus in downtown Clyde. It's an old-school traditional store. It's got a mix of modern and vintage items. All you need to do, walk on in there or, well maybe call <laughs> Tim, Tim at old grouch. He'll hook at old Grouch's. He'll hook you up. He's got, uh, new stuff. He gets new stuff in all the time. He has American made stuff, obviously, because it's military surplus. It's real military surplus, which means it's made in America. That's the deal. And you get, uh, they got camo, you know, shirts, hats, customized dog tags, gear. Like I'm wondering, like, yeah, I think you can go, you can go hunting. Cause that's so that that's right? Social isolating behavior, right? You're going to go out, be alone, go hunting. (laughs) So you're going to need some, you're going to need some camo netting and stuff, aren't you? Old Grouch is on Main Street, downtown Clyde, across the street from the anti-aircraft gun. Go get your picture taken at it. Alone, do a selfie, you know? Uh, Also, oldgrouch.com is the website, oldgrouch.com. You can go there uh, as well, place an order, and he ships, okay? Oldgrouch.com. So, Dr. Mandy Cohen, the Department of Health and Human Services Secretary in North Carolina, she expects these numbers to go up.
3: I do think that the fact we have not had community spread here in North Carolina is is a good thing. And the longer we can continue that trend, it means we are flattening the curve. I think that's been circulating on social media where we want to slow down the spread of the infection. And I think the governor's leadership in taking some of these Uh, significant steps to limit mass gatherings and now to close schools as we evaluate the speed of which the virus will spread I think are the appropriate steps coupled with the social distancing that I mentioned the washing of your hands um, and doing all of the appropriate wiping down of surfaces all of these things are helping us here in North Carolina I do expect to see more cases um, we are acting as if community spread is here, even though it isn't, so that we can slow the spread of the virus as, as soon as possible. Um, so those are the steps we're taking. And I think we have put North Carolina on firm footing for being able to get ahead of, of this spread. We will continue to watch the numbers um, and, and do our work, but I think we're taking the right steps forward.
0: All right. So this announcement that they're going to close all of the schools in the state, prompted by nothing except a little bit of anxiety, right? Um, this is a 180. Okay, this is a 180. According to, uh, this is from W, oh no, sorry, this is from North Carolina Health uh, in an article written by Leora Engel Smith called Coronavirus Today Schools Closed Two Weeks. Um, North Carolina Health News reporting that the announcement came a day after Dr. Cohen, Secretary Cohen, urged against preemptive school closings, even as some districts announced that they would close schools. Cohen said that the closing of schools is incredibly hard and complex, but said she supported it. But later in the press conference, Cohen said that though none of the cases so far are a result of community coronavirus transmission, officials are working aggressively to contain the disease. This is one of the things I'm not sure people talked about for years, you know, I called the big D shield. When you're a Democrat, you get this shield that 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 Democrat label, that sh- that, that that D, that letter, it protects you from so much uh, criticism, uh, examination, assumptions and such. And this is a perfect example of it. All right. They change their opinion within 24 hours. And I give them the benefit of the doubt on this, by the way. Like I would give anybody the benefit of the doubt when they're trying to react to uh you know changing facts on the ground however i suspect given the way i've seen this play out in the past with republican administrations particularly the McCrory administration in the wake of uh, various natural disasters hurricanes and such um we would see stories about the chaotic response how the recommendation and, and by the way you look no further than the national coverage Right. At the national level, we're being treated to all of these stories about how it's all just a mess and how uh, they keep changing uh, their recommendations and everything is is all up in the air. It's hard to get a clear message out. And at the state level, we have our state government doing a complete 180 reversal. And look, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I just wish everybody else would when it's a Republican administration as well. You know, see, because when it's a when it's a Democrat, it's just simply prudent reaction to a rapidly changing reality. Right. It's you get the benefit of the doubt from the media when you're a Democrat. It's always better (laughs) to be a Democrat if you need the benefit of the doubt. It's particularly advantageous during crises. So um also North Carolina's insurance commissioner, Mike Causey, a Republican, announced that his office is directing all health insurance plans to allow for extra prescriptions during the COVID nineteen outbreak. This means that people can obtain one refill on a prescription if there are authorized refills and it's not contrary to the dispensing authority of the pharmacy. Um, It's in this goes into effect, uh, it's already in effect rather, and it's in effect until April 9th. Um, So for like almost a full month, teachers and state employees uh, and uh, optional plans or programs or other standalone prescription medication plans issued by entities licensed by the uh, department are all covered, okay? So uh, if you need prescription refills, uh, the insurance commissioner has uh, made sure that you can get the extra refills. Uh, let's see, what else here? Oh, the um, the questions from the reporters uh, during this press conference. Here is, <laughs> here is a report, I don't know who this is, but here is a reporter question to the governor. And the thing that strikes me about, the, this was the very first question. It seems like this reporter is prodding the governor to do what the reporter thinks is a really great idea. He starts off with a good question and then abandons it for advocacy instead, choosing
4: that route rather than the question. Yes, Governor, Um, I, I know this must have been a difficult decision because just yesterday your staff was de- defending in the, this whole decision not to close schools. Um, one of the things, that among, among well, why not continue with that line of questioning? Why not? <laughs> right? Why not ask him more about that? Among the many things that have been talked about is health issues, school issues, mm-hmm. is food insecurity, all these things. Yes. I've seen a lot of traffic on social media including my next door for my neighborhood where people are reaching out saying if you've got an illness or you can't get out, let us know, I will try to help you. Is there going to be any kind of effort statewide to organize volunteers who can safely help during this time? Yeah. Wait. right. Why? <laughs> Why?
0: This is I've I, I've walked through this so many times in the course of my twenty-plus years in media that this is how media shape a story, and usually with the end being uh, you know application for some sort of a prize or an award in journalism. But this this idea that when something is wrong, something has happened, uh, they've identified some problem. They go and they try to force government to do something, to enact a solution, and that's what, right? That that that's what this question is all assumed, right? That like they're saying, well, these volunteers are all doing it in my neighborhood, and everybody's pitching in to help each other. But is there a way to make government in charge of that? <laughs> Why would you, why would, if it's already being addressed, why would you want government to do it? (laughs) Why? Because he, the reporter obviously thinks there's some efficiencies that government can provide. Well, why not just let people
1: continue to do the thing that they are doing that is beneficial? The question was, are there going to be efforts to help people who are going to need help as a result of closing by schools and trying to organized volunteers. There's no question that this needs a statewide response and statewide action. We had a lot of school districts that were either closing or considering closing. Lots of anecdotal evidence of parents who were going to keep their kids home from school. And as we know, the school public school is mandatory for for children. We've tasked this working group to find solutions. And they're going to have the benefit of an emergency declaration that will allow waivers of regulations and restrictions in order to be able to get relief fast to people. And a statewide closure and a statewide action plan that makes sure that we do this is important. I think one of the great things that we see in a time of IN TIMES OF CRISIS IN OUR STATE, ARE PEOPLE WHO REACH OUT TO HELP OTHERS, Mm -hmm. AND I'VE SEEN A LOT OF PEOPLE, uh, EVEN SOME PEOPLE IN MY FAMILY, WHO ARE NOW WORKING FROM HOME BECAUSE THEY'RE TELEWORKING AND THEY'RE OFFERING TO uh, LOOK AFTER CHILDREN OF FRIENDS uh, AND ENCOURAGING THAT KIND OF THING. Is positive, and I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that because a lot of that is happening, and we hope that 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 kind of thing happens even more.
4: Will there be an effort though state wide, some sure. place where these people could go, a website, a phone number to <laughs> offer their services, <laughs> where and and then a plan for them to be able to safely help not just in school children situation, but daycare as was talked about, helping the elderly who can't leave their homes, all those things. Is that something that the state may coordinate?
1: absolutely and that's something that this working group will do
0: oh my gosh why 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 do you need the state to set up a website you already have a website next door you're already doing the thing be a good neighbor help your neighbors don't offload it to the state okay (laughs) it's just man media I tell you, if you like the show, you and the content that we're doing here, please subscribe to the podcast, give it a thumbs up in the reviews as well, and consider becoming a patron of the program. You'll get the coveted "I am a giver" sticker. ThePeakCalendarShow dot com.